Hi everyone, so Emerson joins us today for the next Grad Cracker webinar. We are joined by Lee, Talent Management and Development Leader, and three graduates, Chloe, Alex and Catherine. Lee, before we meet the graduates, I'm going to start with you. Um, so could you give the audience an overview to who Emerson is and also your role within the business? Yeah, well, um, Emerson, they're an American-owned company um, founded in, in around 1890, I think it was. Um, but from a UK sort of perspective, we've um, got about 2,800 employees across the UK, um, based mainly over four, four kind of sites. We've got an office in Leicester, Stockport, um, Aberdeen, and then we've got two offices over in Ireland. We've got a Dublin office and a Cork office. So typically the employees are spread across those, those offices. Um, we're a leader in, in helping manufacturers um, automate and uh, optimise their production. So using our technologies, um, our industry expertise, we help manufacturers get to that end point that they're looking for. So uh, they'll come to us with a, with, a, with a problem and hopefully they'll go back to them with a, with a solution. So um, our, our expertise comes in the shapes of measurement and, and instrumentation products, uh, control systems, um, asset management, consulting, those kinds of things. Uh, and it's across sort of multiple industries, so oil and gas, life science, uh, chemical, energy, those kinds of things. Um, my role um, is talent management and development leader, as you said. So it's a role which has been created probably for about 18 months now, and it's really to focus purely on the graduate programme. So helping the new graduates come into the business, helping them settle into the business um, and being a touch point with them throughout the programme to um, to be that first point of contact. So whether it's regarding uh, career development or um, any issues with the programme or anything like that, they've, they've got me as a resource they can come to alongside their manager and, and mentor and buddy and so forth. Brilliant. Thanks, Ian. Lee is a lovely resource to have. You know, you, you're certainly such a friendly person. And I know we've, <laughs> we've met you on numerous occasions and we always have a good laugh yeah. together. And just thinking about, you know, Emerson as a business. So you mentioned, obviously, you, you know, you're, Bases around the world as well. Um, yeah. for, the, for the for the UK people, the UK employees, can you get involved in projects around the world as well? Yeah, the, the opportunities are you know are, are, are worldwide. So as I say, we you know we touch probably most countries in the world. Yeah. Um, so you know there's opportunities to, to 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 go wherever you want to go with your career. So if you want to stay UK based, then then you can. Um, you can go to Europe, uh, the US, wherever. We've had graduates. Uh, one of our very first graduates, I think from around 2012, um, joined us the engineering programme, but is now within the marketing team based out of uh, the Netherlands. Oh. Um, so there's, there's definitely opportunity to, to, to go wherever you want to go with your career, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Lee. And just to enlighten the students who are, who are watching the webinar, what opportunities do you have um, open at the moment and who are you looking at recruiting into those opportunities? Yeah, so we've got four commercial opportunities. So they'll be based across uh, across the UK. So you'll spend time in all of our UK offices, so Leicester, Stockport and Aberdeen. Um, and you'll probably visit some of the, um, the, the, the island offices as well, potentially, and maybe even some of the factories. So um, so there's four opportunities within that commercial um, sales engineering role. Um, and then there's three opportunities with the island um, offices. So they're the engineering vacancies and they'll be based out of either Dublin or Cork, depending on the individual's location, we'll, we'll decide which um, office is best suited them. Yeah. And I know that a lot of our audience will be thinking commercial. So what does, yeah. you mentioned two scary words. And I'm, yeah. and I'm, I am scared of the word sales. Uh, yeah. So from you know commercial sales, what 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 will the students be doing? What does that actually mean? Yeah, when, yeah. So when we say commercial engineer, a lot of people you know 
perhaps won't understand what that means. So it, it's more of a, uh, a customer facing or customer focused kind of role. So you'll be dealing with, with the endpoint user, you'll be talking to customers, understanding what their needs requirements are, and then hopefully coming to a conclusion in terms of what that product or service may be um, for that particular um, for that particular manufacturer or end user. Um, so whilst it's a, a, a sales engineer role, um, it's not probably your typical sales role that you might expect when you went to the word sales. So it doesn't have to be a scary word when you say it, definitely. Yeah. And hopefully the, you know, Alex and um, Chloe and Catherine can talk a little bit about that um, yeah. later on as well. Yeah, definitely. So later on in the webinar, we will speak to all three of the grads about their experiences and, and really what their role includes as well. So we can we can cover that off then. And um, yeah, really appreciate the introduction, Lee. Thank you very much. Um, and we're going to be joining Lee a little bit later on as well, um, towards the end of the webinar with with further questions. Um, so just to go back, you know, I mentioned our relationship that we've got with Lee personally, but I've got some really personal experience with Emerson. Um, when I was just starting out at Grad Cracker many years ago now, nine years ago, I think it was, um, I actually had a meeting. I don't know if you all know this, but I actually had a meeting with Emerson in Harrogate. And we got talking and normally we'd say that these meetings are going to be like for an hour long, for example. And um, so I was talking to my contacts at the time. An hour led to two hours, which just goes to show how lovely people are because we can talk forever. Um, but then I was actually asked, actually asked to present um, completely off the cuff to some of the directors there. Um, and I, I must have been there about four hours in total, Jess. I think yeah, you were thinking was. about me in the office. Yeah, thinking, where is she? We haven't heard from her. Just she hasn't called me yet. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you this because it just goes to show how important preparation is. Um, you know, if I hadn't thoroughly prepared and done my research on Emerson, I wouldn't be, have been able to do what I did. Um, and to date, that is one of my career highlights. And it's something that, you know, when we've got new staff to grad cracker, I tell them all about it. You know, preparation is the key. And a common theme, you know, just to take it back to you, you know, the audience, a common theme in all of these webinars and um, we are running and, and when we speak to the students um, is about how nervous and apprehensive um, you all are about situations such as interviews and assessment centres and meetings and presentations. And, um, you know, I was really, really nervous about going into the situation and it goes to show two things really. So nerves are normal, you know, nerves show that you care, um, but, it also gave me a lot of confidence. So when I came out of being put in that situation, I, I, I did, you know, it sounds a bit cliche, but I did feel like I came out a different person because it did go to show that I've got into that situation, not knowing what I was going into really. Um, but because I'd done my preparation, because I'd done my research, it went really well. And I think as a person, you know, and in my career, um, it's made me, you know, it's given me a lot of experience, which I just wanted to share with you. Um, leads really nicely on to the Grad Cracker hubs on Grad Cracker, the Emerson hub on Grad Cracker, sorry, which it's got lots of information on there, which you can reference back to when you're putting your application together. And um, so including video, what learning and development opportunities are open to you, and also the locations that you can be based in. So there's no excuse, make sure you do your research, make sure you prepare, and then you'll, you'll actually enjoy the experience such as assessment centres, interviews and everything else. So enough for me, let's speak to the grads. Chloe, I'm going to start with you. So all three of the grads actually found out about their job and applied through Grad Cracker, which is really exciting news. And um, Chloe, could you just tell the audience about what university um, you went to and what you studied? Sure. Um, so I went to Queen's University Belfast and I studied a master's in chemical engineering. 
Perfect. Thank you, Chloe. Um, brief instructions to start off with, and then we're just going to go through individual roles. So, Alex, on to you. Hi, I'm Alex. Uh, I studied a Master's of Chemistry degree at the University of Lincoln. And Catherine, last but not least. Um, hi, I studied a Master's in Chemical Engineering at Newcastle University. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody. Now to your current roles at Emerson. So, um, Chloe, I know that you've got some really exciting news. So you've just actually um, got a, a new job at Emerson, which is really exciting. Could you um, kind of split your answer in two almost? So go through your old role and what your new role will be. And also maybe um, why you chose to apply to a different opportunity at Emerson. Sure. So, um Currently, I, I'm in the engineering side of the business, um, based in Dublin, in Ireland, and uh, I kind of gone down this route of um, <clears throat> cybersecurity. So what I do is um, typically I'd chat to customers every day. And I would, from the point of a, a salesperson selling a product to a customer, and then like the engineers would come along and we would discuss <clears throat> the customer's ar architecture, how we could deploy the product uh, and basically how we can solve, you know, the customer's problem. So um, that's engineering. And I've recently, um, I've been moving into a sales role, um, a field sales specialist. So uh, my new role, I'll kind of come before this point of engineering. I'll, um, I'll be the person that first makes contact with the customer and um, tells them how we can solve their problem um, and sort of uh, hopefully is successful and then pass that on to the engineer to um, deploy the, pro the, the product or the project. So yeah, <laughs> that's me. Thank you, Chloe. And then Juna, um, you, can you follow the process through? So for example, you know, you've quoted the customer, you know what their issues are. Do you get to see the, the end result? Yeah, absolutely. So um, projects at the moment, um, you, you, you know, you sit with the customer and you, you know their pains and you know, you know the issues that they're maybe having or that they want resolved. Uh, and you go through from, you know, developing the documents that you maybe need to, to develop around that um, to actually maybe going on to a customer site and, and deploying deploying it and then um afterwards you know they, they can tell you did a good job or whatever so um it's it's quite rewarding actually you know going through the whole the whole process so it'll be lovely as well to now go into sales and to to see a different um aspect of it as well yeah and i'm so, i'm just thinking Chloe, from again just from Alice's you don't it's it's not hardcore sales is it it's it's knowing um it's quite like a, a technical role isn't it a technical sales role Exactly. It's it's not um, like wheeling your your wheelie trolley up to front doors and knocking <laughs> people's doors and or like cold calling people. It's uh, <laughs> you know we know our customers um, um, and it, definitely there's a really big tech technical aspect to it as well. Um, so yeah, hundred percent. Thank you, Chloe. And um, I'm moving on to Alex. Yep. So um, my role at the moment is as an internal sales engineer. Um, so I'm really when a quote, when an inquiry comes into the business, I'll be working with the customer to provide a solution for them, providing a quote, and then um, hopefully winning the order if uh, if they like it enough. Um, so I came into this role at the beginning of July, I think. Um, so I kind of stepped off the grad scheme a couple of months early um, to get stuck into a, a full-time engineering role, which has worked out quite nicely. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Do you want to give a little bit of a shout out, Alex, to your teapot? Yes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I got I got a reputation within the first couple of hours of being 
in Emerson for for making tea the proper way in a teapot and not just a in a mug. So I made I followed through with a joke that I uh, made to Lee and actually got myself a, an Emerson teapot. Let's see if I can. Um, I love I love the teapot. Actually, it's quite passionate. Got so, I've still not had a cup of tea though, Alex. I might have. Well, I mean, current situation, pendingly, <laughs> <laughs> maybe sometime next year. <laughs> thank you, Alex, and thank you, Alex. Um, Catherine, on to you. So, like Alex, I'm an internal sales engineer, um, but for a different business unit. So, I work in it's um, called Measurement Solutions. And we try and solve solutions for pressure, level, temperature um, for the customers. So we'll look at measuring those parameters with the um, instruments we provide. So they will come and ask for an instrument of that type to measure something. And we will see which would be best, um, provide a quote for them, speak to them if we need to, um, and then send it over and hopefully win it. And... We work closely with the field sales team who will go there more based on customer sites and we'll go in and visit and look at the instruments on site and feed, and basically speak to them about nearly every inquiry to get their opinion on it because they have like the one-on-one -on -one knowledge with the customer and they've seen it um, in the plant so they know a bit more about it and it's kind of a collaboration between the two. Yeah. Yeah, it seems all of your roles seem to be quite, um, you know, customer facing as well, which I think is really nice. Some of the, um, some of the, the students who we speak to as part of these webinars, it's very much based in, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not seeing customers, you're not seeing like the end product. And I, I do think it's really nice that you, you do get to see everything all the way through and um, from start to finish and you are, are meeting people as well. Um, Lee, just a question to you. So do they, do the graduates get to choose kind of what area they work in or do they start at one area and then work around the business? Um, so the commercial uh, graduates, they get rotated around the business. So for the first 12 months, they'll spend three months in four of the, the main business units that we have yeah. uh, and get exposure to those different business units. Um, typically what happens then around probably... Well, it, it depends on obviously sort of the business at the time, but typically around probably the seventh to eighth kind of month in the role, we'll start talking to them about their first permanent position outside of the graduate program. Um, and that could be in any of the business units they've experienced. It could even be in a business unit they haven't had experience of as yet. Um, but we'll, we'll talk to them about all the opportunities that are available and it's up to the graduate to decide perhaps which route they want to follow there. Um, from the engineering... Sorry, go on. Sorry, that was my fault. I was going to say, could they be flexible on location there then as well? You know, if mm. they want to travel, they could. If they say, oh, I want to have, say, six months in Aberdeen. Or yeah, so, so typically, um, you know, the roles, the roles would be either in the Stockport, Aberdeen or the Leicester office because they're the main, okay. three main roles. But they could, they could come up in either of those offices. So the, the last graduate programme we had, uh, we, we brought in eight graduates into the business mm -hmm. uh, and we had sort of multiple roles uh, that came up in Aberdeen, Stockport and Leicester. So actually the opportunities were there for, for all of the offices and it was a case of talking to the graduates and understanding what their drivers and motivations were location-wise, job-wise, and then, and then ultimately, um, you know, selecting the right roles for, for them, really. So um, it, it depends sort of what comes up at the time, um, but it could be across any of those, those roles um, or locations, should I say. Um, but certainly if somebody's got a real desire to work in one particular office, then, you know, we'll, we'll talk to them about that and we'll try to accommodate that when we can as well. Brilliant. 
Thank you, Lee, and thank you everybody for your introductions. Jessica, over to you. I'll take the reins. Thanks, Carla, and thank you for your little insight. I'm glad you mentioned that. I think also as well, it gives a, a good insight to what Emerson are like as a business. Yeah. You see what I mean? You know, stepping you then in front of the board and the board being interested in what you've got to say. And you know, they were all really complimentary, weren't they, about Grab Cracker after? Yeah, definitely. Shows as a business what Emerson's like. Um, yeah. Good. Um, so back to you guys. So um, Chloe, Alex and Catherine, what initially attracted you to apply to Emerson and which areas of the Emerson hub on Gradcracker did you find particularly useful and why? So Chloe, I'll start with you. Yeah, so um, I, I can remember you know, going through um, Gradcracker when I was first applying and first of all, I, just, I actually really love the interface. Like, you know, you scroll through and all of the companies are there, you know, the deadline, you know, you know, where it's based, you're not going in and out of stuff and, you know, trying to find, you know, that deadline's passed, can't do that back out again. Really like the interface, but I particularly liked, um, <laughs> I particularly well, liked, <laughs> I, I loved um, the Emerson hub itself. Like, you know, I was siphoning through, you know, the, the, um, Test, graduate testimonies and people that have been there from you know six years up until you know just last year you know mm -hmm. everyone's got their 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 little paragraph up and um the other thing that really attracted me to Emerson particularly was the opportunity to travel mm -hmm. so I know I remember it being mentioned as well that you know if the desire is there you can you can there's a, the, the opportunity to go um you know travel not only around the the you know the country mm -hmm. but um around the world and yeah. um yeah, love that because the what was mentioned as well in the in the um, the thing itself. <laughs> sorry, it was um, that you know you start your um, training night in Cluj in Romania for, for you know three months. So um, nice. that yeah, that was a big that was a big thing for me. Was you know you not only are you joining this new company and they're going to invest in your training, but um, you'll also get to travel and you know see a bit of the world as well. So. That was a big one. I focused on location a lot because I had a student ask me uh, this week actually when I did a presentation um, regarding location and they had yeah. a particular um, country they wanted to work in and I said you know you might not always land your grad job um, in that particular country but you've got to have almost have a plan b and think you know where can I get to that position and you know looking at companies like Emerson you could actually use as a tool to eventually be you know potentially in the country or city or region you do want to work in. Yeah, so. like one of the graduates that started with me um, is in January, he's moving to Switzerland for nine months wow, to nice. do work. So I know, amazing. <laughs> Lucky yeah. boy. Um, Alex, same question to you. Um, yeah, so I think I had a slightly different experience where I was searching for more chemistry related jobs and was a little bit surprised when Emerson popped up on the, the mm -hmm. like, list of hey this is potentially something that you could do so I ended up going in and having a look because I it sounded really interesting not being stuck in one place doing one role the fact that they mentioned yeah you'd, you'd go to Aberdeen go to Leicester go to Stockport get all of these different experiences within the business and it was really laid out quite nicely because I wasn't used to using these all, all these job hunting apps but Gradcrack was so easy to use and I was just like nice there we go let's have a look at that oh, and I think to echo Chloe, um, really the testimonials were what sold it to me. Mm -hmm. Like reading what previous grads had gone through and the experience they'd had mm -hmm. and the opportunities they'd had, it sold it to me. I was just like, right, this is 
the deadline soon let's 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 apply to that and hey it it, it worked out nicely so yeah it was really okay. easy and the opportunities that were just mentioned on that front page yeah sold it immediately so just the audience listen i promise we haven't paid um <laughs> Chloe and Alex <laughs> this, is, this is off the run back, i promise um you know come on Catherine, do you want to follow that up <laughs> I love the, compliment. the uh, interface <laughs> of Grabcracker. <laughs> no, but it is, it is very helpful and useful to use. And I enjoy like being able to save things that you'd seen because it's so yeah. frustrating when you read a job role and you want to go back to it, but you can't find it again because you've mm. in the meantime, enjoy that you can just save it and click back on. I think my favourite bit of it was actually the video section because you get a bit more of an in-depth, um, like feel for the company and feel yeah. the people that work there um, which was big for me um, yeah. you obviously want to know that you're going to fit into the company yourself mm -hmm. and be working with similar people um, to yourself so that you know you'll get on and, and you'll work well as a team I think um, teamwork especially in probably all three of our roles is very important and I even at the moment, managed to speak to my team, pretty much every single member, every single day. Mm -hmm. Very important to be able to pick up the phone, to be able to speak to people. Yeah. Um, so getting a feel for how people are from the videos really did help me, um, along with good. the testimonials of people as well. Brilliant. What we are thinking of doing, um, aren't we, Carla? We are going to get um, our colleague Hannah, bless her, she's doing a lot of copywriting at the moment. We are going to do a bit of a blog about, you know, how to get the most out of the company hubs because everything that you three have just mentioned, you know, is a great kind of um, a bit of advice to the audience that are listening. You know, a lot of the questions that we get asked, you know, how do you research? What should I be looking out for? And those kind of key things you've just said, are, you know, really good. So watch out for the blog that will be coming soon from Hannah. Anyway, let's about us now, more about you guys. So just to okay. do a as well as also I don't want people going onto the hubs and looking for the word testimonials so if you look at um our people employee profiles at the top um of the of the, the hubs that's where you can find all of these sorts of things um, and Emerson's got quite yeah. a few on there so brilliant yeah cool okay Chloe sticking with you um I want to talk about assessment centers if that's okay so your assessment center was in Ireland um close to Dublin it included an overnight stay am I right in saying that yeah and could you tell me a little bit more about uh, the day itself and how you prepared for it sure so um yeah I was invited to to stay overnight at a um the hotel that the assessment centre was being carried out, which is lovely. It meant there was no uh, panicked drive, you know, that morning, yeah. panic, you know, asking yourself questions in the car. But um, so that was great. Um, the day itself was like, I went in and I was so nervous, just, you know, sweaty palms. How am I going to shake Sonny's hand? Like, um, and, but like everyone, you know, was put completely at ease. Like Lee was there. The whole day was set out really, really well. Um, we went in. Uh, we had presentations from the, the management, you know, about the company, about, you know, your what your role could be if you're successful. Mm -hmm. um, then we were asked to prepare um, a presentation beforehand. Um, so it was nice as well, you know, going in with something that you were really solid, you know, that you'd practiced and, and that you knew, you know, I can do this. Yeah. Um, there was there was competency-based questions as well. And then there was like a lunch where we went around and we spoke to, spoke to the, the managers and some of the engineers and kind of got, got a feel for, um, 
got a feel for you know the the whole ethos of the company and like you know you know everyone was just so lovely I just I came out and I remember just feeling like like it was like what you said Carla earlier about um you came out and you're like whoa I did that I was like like, (laughs) that was great um so yeah really really loved to get the assessment day it was it was it was brilliant well done. Um, Lee, just a quick question. You, with the assessment say, have you decided what the assessment centre will look like this year? Or should I avoid and not go there yet? We don't know. Don't know. Don't no, don't no, we, no. Obviously, given the current situation, we, we, we don't know where we're going to be sort of given um, yeah. March and April time, typically when the assessments run. So I, I, I'm hoping and fingers crossed that we, we can, you know, have a face-to-face assessment like we have done in the past because um, as closed as said there, yeah. it's, it's a real valuable day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if not we'll move to some kind of virtual platform or virtual environment but it's to be decided based on um, how things pan out yeah. the next few months yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah so yeah. obviously just the audience listening it might not be exactly as uh, Chloe yeah. experienced yeah it could be different yeah. virtual maybe um, Chloe when we fingers crossed that yeah there'll be no it might be some elbow tapping instead of hand <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um Chloe when we spoke previously you said that Emerson is looking at individual characters and personalities and someone who can fit with uh the Emerson culture and um, what would you say the Emerson culture actually is now you've experienced it um I would say that the, the kind of common um something everybody has in common is that we're all problem solvers we're all just trying to solve people's problems for them you know so um having that kind of a brain that that's always thinking ahead um and just everyone's just really really dead on like there's not one person you can go you would go to with a problem or say you know can you help you this there's not one person that would go no <laughs> I'm not helping you <laughs> like um just a really really solid um group of people and we, we all know what we're working towards uh, and we're all work we all know everyone works as a team to get there so yeah that's, that's nice um all positive yes Alex I'm going to come to you next um you initially had concerns about not I believe you, you've you, you've kind of touched on this so I'm not just assuming and um, you initially had concerns about not being from t- of a technical background am I right and yes. you studied uh, masters in chemistry um how did you conquer these concerns during the assessment center um so my initial when we got given the presentation like um brief this is what we had to present on the day as part of the like the technical um interview face to face my initial thing was i need to prepare everything i need to look at every single question they could um throw at me let's look at this 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 and this and a hundred different things flying about but in the end it was i know i've done the work I put in the work to this presentation so mm-hmm. all I can do now is really relax be myself um I may not come from the sort of engineering background but I have all of this other problem solving knowledge um that maybe with the training that they can provide I can bring myself up to speed but I've done all this work so just yeah. be confident that you've put the work in and just I went in and, and gave it my all with the rest of it that's good um really really good bit of advice there um i do apologize because my light has just gone off and i don't know <laughs> <laughs> All of us are <laughs> so i did say to everyone before we start just to the audience i've got to have some um builders and stuff in the house today and i went outside i was like from two till three 
please don't do anything. <laughs> and they've obviously turned my lights off. So I do apologize if I'm a bit dark. Um, so yeah, Alex, sorry, sticking with you. Can you tell us um, about, yeah, what was this, this, this? You did a building competition in your assessment center with marshmallows or something? Yeah, so it, all about? it kind of came out of the blue. At the end of the, um, the day, we, we got told, oh, we'll do a team sort of exercise, which I guess was to gauge how we'd interact with new people um, and work as a team to overcome a problem. Mm -hmm. And we were presented with marshmallows and, and spaghetti <laughs> and we got like a price sheet how much each marshmallow would cost and the goal of it was to kind of pull together as a team and and work through how tall of a tower you could build oh. with as little money as possible uh, spent oh my gosh. and it, it 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 was really interesting because yes we're all there competing mm -hmm. and we all wanted the roles but it almost it, it didn't feel like that anymore because you were all working towards let's beat that other team mm -hmm. it became a, a really 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 good team exercise where all the managers and all the other engineers could kind of see how you'd act in a situation where you're maybe put into a team that you haven't worked with before um, yeah. so it was a really really valuable um, experience and it was a lot of fun I mean I think our tower stood was was slightly taller but it did fall over after five minutes or so so there was umming and ahhing about whether it'd be disqualified but I think in the end we still won I'm pretty sure we did <laughs> Lee sat here like <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've got to think of a different one this time yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've accidentally, accidentally given it all away <laughs> <laughs> I've just wrote down new new group challenge. Have <laughs> <laughs> all the audience taken a note? That's how I need to do it. They'll be messaging Alex after. How did that? Um, sorry, I need to be sensible now. Catherine, uh, bless you. So, um, stick with the assessment centre. Um, is a you, you did a presentation, didn't you, for your uh, assessment centre? Can you tell me how you prepared for this? Um, for example, what software did you use? Uh, how long did it go on for? What was your subject about? Yeah, so when we got invited to the assessment centre, I think about a week later, got an email telling us that there would be a technical presentation as part of the day. Mm -hmm. um, and we got the topic at that point. So you had about two weeks to prepare before the right. assessment centre. So I think it's a nice way to do it in that, in a working environment you always have time to prepare or most of the time you have time to prepare things before mm -hmm. you go and present it um and that's what I liked about Emerson wasn't you turn up and you get thrown in the deep end of the technical problem it was here's a problem you've got a couple of weeks to think about it and come back with your best solution rather than seeing how quickly you work off the cuff it yeah. was how, how well you work long term um maybe not under as much pressure as you would be in in a nervous environment anyway yeah and I just um prepared a, pres a powerpoint presentation okay we had to send that in a few days before the assessment center just so that they had it on the systems ready to go and that was one of the first activities I did on the day um we had a presentation from the director for UK and I business right. and then straight away they said right we'll get your presentation's done because obviously you're all sat nervous worrying about it going running through the presentation yeah, I bet. let's get that out of the way so that um that nervous energy goes away a bit so uh -huh. it was about half an hour presentation okay um my 
the topic was actually quite general. I think it was more of a see where you want to go with this. And um, it was probably more interesting for the people listening to the presentations if everyone took it different, down different routes. So okay. the same things being regurgitated. And it was just tell me about industrial internet of things was the topic. And Sorry, so everyone was given that same topic. Obviously, yeah. everyone's presentation would be then be different. Ah, interesting. Yeah, so and then you, you go down whichever route you... Sorry. Pardon, sorry. Did you get to watch everyone else's presentation? No. So the presentation was just before my like competency-based interview. So it was kind of like jam-packed into one. We did the right. presentation for half an hour and then the questions for half an hour. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just in front of two people that were interviewing me, two, two of the directors. And then yeah. actually the UK and I director came in and asked if he could sit through my presentation. So he was there as well wow brilliant yeah <laughs> were you nervous i was nervous yeah um i don't think i quite realized who he was at the time <laughs> now that I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh gosh <laughs> if i had I known who i was presenting to it would have been a bit more yeah probably would have made you worse <laughs> ignorance is bliss i guess sometimes yeah definitely um okay good question up to you all um chloe if you want to answer this one first um how were you all told that you were successful after the assessment centre day and how did you prepare for your first day? So Chloe, come back to you. Uh, so I'm pretty sure it was a couple of days later. It wasn't very, I didn't have to wait, you know, very, very long. I don't think it, it was a couple, couple yeah. days after um, I was emailed um, and just told you were successful. And um, this will be, uh, I think, they said like this will be your first day and we'll send through your contract later um, and congratulations and you know that type of thing um, and I remember as well because it was the, the it was a couple of days for my birthday and I remember being like woo um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, the first day I think um, we were just told you know you know um, show up to this address at this time and um, your dress code is you know smart casual um, and just you know come prepared with you know your pen, you know a notebook and pen whatever I don't even think we needed a notebook and pen they had everything laid out and the first week was just a case of onboarding so um, getting your laptop set up and you know getting your account set up and all your systems your email and um, so it was very it was quite relaxed yeah it was, it was yeah. quite relaxed mm -hmm. Alex, did you have a similar experience? Um, so yeah, I was part of the the bigger intake. So originally, when we um, left the assessment centre, they said it could take quite a while to um, kind of get back to you. But I think about a week later, Lee called me up um, midday. Um, I was just kind of sat at home doing some work on my dissertation, and I got a phone call, and Lee went. Uh, just suddenly halfway through um, after getting a bit of feedback just went well I guess I should let you have the news and uh, immediately I was like oh no it, oh, no, it wasn't successful you go, you've actually got the position and I was just like what and my friend next door to me heard me go Whoa! through the wall he was like well something something good happened was... um, so yeah I got let uh, know over the phone um, and again like Chloe said they send out all of the details and the, the contract later um, and they said, yeah, smart, casual, come into the office with your pen, your book. Um, I think all eight of us turned up in full suits. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> I believe the smart, casual yet. Um, but yeah, as soon as you get comfortable, everyone's like, you'll take your blazer off, just sit there, roll your sleeves up. Um, and it's just, it's a really nice organized first day to kind of get you onboarded. But the feeling of you're not there to compete anymore 
all eight of yeah. you on our team was mm. such a nice um, first day and a, a good first week, really. Um, yeah, I bet. Great experience. Lee, that must be a lovely part of your job. Yeah, making the phone calls to give people the good news is the, is, is great. Um, I bet you've heard especially some right to reactions. Hear yeah, I think one, I can't remember who it was, it might have been on your uh, intake, Chloe. Um, someone was at the train station and they, they screamed so loud, they must have been at the train station to go, what's going on here? And then they suddenly went, oh, I'm at the train station, I forgot. So, but, um, but yeah, no, it's great to give people, you know, the, the, the great news. But, you know, on the flip side, the people that aren't successful, we also give feedback back to them and, yeah. and it's and it's delivered in a way which, you know, hopefully will prepare them better for their next assessment, their next uh, interview and so forth. So, you know, even when we, we have to deliver the bad news, we, you know, it's not necessarily... Um, bad news as such we try and, and give them you know that good that good feedback to, to to help them progress next time brilliant and that's good and you know that's really important thing to to kind of take on board you know when you do give feedback try and you know i guess you know when you you get in the bad news but try and take it as a positive as well what can you yeah. learn from this how can i kind of uh, be a better person next time um catherine kind of same question to you how did you find out what how did you feel again from a phone call from Lee. I was actually in Sainsbury's at the time. I don't think I ever thought that. <laughs> um, so probably some music on and a tannoy in the background. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, on the first day, actually, I'm bit based in Stockport and that is where my first six months on the graduate scheme were. But the first yeah. week, they, they usually get all the graduates together in Leicester. So we stayed in a hotel for the first week. Um, oh, nice all get to know each other even when we're yeah. and across the country and be a support to each other um mm -hmm. and another part i like which i've also been a part of for the past couple of years is that in the first week they'll generally get their past graduates down for one of the days in the first week as well right. so you can meet those ask them questions and they've all been through the same experience as you generally yeah. They, we also buddy up with one of the previous graduates okay. so you've got an individual person that you can go oh, to for support yeah. but to see everyone and there's kind of like a bit of a community of ex-graduates within Emerson and everyone will always make an effort to speak to you and um, like when I got my permanent position it gets announced by email throughout the company a lot okay. of past graduates messaged me on that day as well just saying congratulations and yeah a nice camaraderie there um, with team the spirit yeah brilliant intake you're in are you guys buddies yet then have you kind of been handed that baton yet or yep yep cool brilliant it's nice it's nice yeah, to give I you was a back of it for one of alex's graduates years so oh, i'm really yeah yeah oh good i'm buddy to one um, of the new grads <laughs> oh are you yeah it must be such a nice feeling though. You know, obviously you kind of know what, what it's like, how mm. it feels and it, it must be nice. Yeah, it's nice. Um, okay, so let's kind of go, kind of zoom to time now and see what, what is life like now? What's the typical week look like? What do you get up to? And um, yeah, starting with you, Chloe. Um, so at the minute, a typical week, um, you know when people say uh, no two days are the same and you kind of go okay but literally no two days are the same uh -huh. um, you know you could be every day there's phone calls with um, customers with you know you have internal 
uh, meetings before you have your meetings with the customers, mm-hmm. um, phone calls with project managers, um, salespeople, uh, and then again, like drawing up documentation, maybe drawing architectural drawings. Um, oh, flip it. You could go on to customer sites. Like pre-COVID, it was a lot more common to go to customers' um, plants and, and carry out work um, in person, whereas now everything is kind of going a little bit more uh, virtual you're able to maybe remote into customer sites and do a little bit of work from home mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it's really great i i um there's two there's two parts of the engineering um engineering team in ireland there's projects and there's service so i'm on the project side so you're kind of given your project by your manager or maybe you have a couple of smaller projects on at the same time um, and you're kind of just, you know, you get on with it really, you know, there's no like phone call every couple of hours saying, what have you done now? And are you still doing that? You know, it's really nice. Like you're, you're left to do it and you have your deadlines to meet, but as long as, you know, you meet everything and everybody's happy, then um, it's just, it's a nice um, work environment, you know, even at home. Have you found it, you know, with your new role, starting a new role, doing it, I guess, remotely, you know, what's the, what's the team like, you know, starting in a new team? Yeah, the new team's been lovely. And I think they're all aware that because I'm coming on remotely, mm-hmm. I feel like there's been even more contact because, oh, you know, it's like they're trying to, they're trying to make up for the fact that it's remotely that, I'm, you know, they're always ringing and saying, how you yeah. get on and do you need a hand? And it's really nice to feel that, that support, you know? Yeah. Well, that's really, really good. And yeah. um, Alex, how about you? Yeah, I mean, working from home now all the time um, because I can do everything that I need to from home as an ISC. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of calling customers, um, sending emails, um, configuring all of these quotes for customers. Um, but a lot of the time I'm on the phone to other members of my team because I'm, I'm still learning all of the things that I need to know technically. So it's nice okay. to still be able to drop them a call out of the blue. And that's almost like the coffee break thing where yes I'm asking them something but we can have a natter about I don't know the football or what you got up to the other the other evening so it's that nice level of you can have that personal but also I'm getting work done on the side almost yeah um yeah I mean it's like Chloe said it's really like I I can't remember the word but you know when someone says no two days are the same and you go, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it really is. It <laughs> nothing is the same every day. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been great so far. And, and um, again, coming into a new team um, virtually, you do almost have that over communication where you're you're making an effort to go out and and talk to to the team now. Whereas in office, it would almost be just as the day goes on, you have these little conversations yeah. where now you've got to go out and hunt for them. But um, yeah, everyone's always up for a chat. Good. Catherine, how about you? What does a typical day look like for you? A typical day? Yeah, similar at the moment, obviously working from home as well. Mm -hmm. I work as part of a team of 10 in my immediate team. Okay. Who, when we're in the office, we all sit together. um, And it's very much... uh, probably quite a loud office in that we're always communicating with each other either someone's on the phone to a customer or we're asking for each other advice help mm-hmm. um and that goes both ways as one of the newer members of the team I obviously go to more experienced people with technical questions that would lean on them for support with but equally mm-hmm. um with some of the older members of the team they haven't picked up how our systems work or like the the changes to our system as quickly 
as I do so mm-hmm. they come to me for support on that as well and it's very much an open door policy of if you've got a question please don't sit and suffer mm-hmm. and raise it ask for help we my team have a group chat that's set up every day and it is constant with questions of has anyone noticed this issue before or I've got this problem I've just spoken to this customer does anyone know about this and mm-hmm. it's just constant communication mm-hmm. um, which yeah. is really nice it just it feels very much like we're in the office obviously it's just a bit it took a bit of getting used to it at first remotely mm-hmm. um, and the same with customers to be honest the amount of people I've spoken to over the phone and they're desperate for a chat themselves and they want to catch up with or speak to somebody because they're used to being on site on a plant and as engineers around people all the time and mm-hmm. they're missing that interaction so yeah it's quite nice actually found people are a bit more chatty since we've since we've gone remote yeah I think we're all in the same boat at the moment aren't we so I think it's we're all kind of learning the new norm Catherine where in terms of um role progression then where do you see your role going in the future and what I guess what kind of uh training do Emerson uh kind of help with you know for your progression and have you got kind of an idea now where you see yourself going yeah I took so... like four questions at you there so <laughs> um well, I'll start at the beginning. So whilst I was a graduate team, um, the training we had was, so I did three months in each business unit for a year. Yeah. So um, four business units, three months each. And depending on which unit I was in, depends on where kind of the factory essentially is. Mm-hmm. So, um, whilst I was with Valve's, there was the opportunity to go to the Netherlands for a week training there. Yep. Um, which is just more in-depth and you get more hands-on you can see the products more and right. it, everything kind of cuts into place a bit more because you can yep. see it in operation rather than trying to imagine it or just seeing video like pictures um for the business that I'm in now I did a, a week's training in Cluj whilst I was on the graduate scheme and then again when I got my permanent role I did another week um and that is the that's standard for any new starters in my team you would be expected to do two weeks training in Cluj mm-hmm. moment it's done remotely but normally you would normally yeah for two weeks yeah um and not the the site in Romania in Cluj is massive um and there's also a factory there so it's it's very invaluable to actually go out there and you I meet, met a lot of people that I'm actually in contact with on a daily basis so okay. my immediate team is in Stockport, but I actually use, um, there's about four or five different teams in Cluj. We have a docs team, we have orders team, we have technical support team. All of those are based in Cluj and I'm on the phone to a lot of them like every week, um, sometimes on a daily basis, depending on what's going on. So to actually meet those people and go yeah, um, and, you know, get that human interaction is really nice as well yeah definitely I bet um last kind of question for you all um I know obviously we were at the beginning of your careers but what's been the highlights so far um and what's kind of really resonated with you obviously you know Carla you've had your your highlight of your career so far one of them anyway apart from working with me every day (laughs) and what would your highlights be I think that's aged me not giving me a highlight (laughs) Um, who wants to go first? Chloe, do you want to go first? 
Yeah, okay. Um, so my, I think my highlight is probably moving over to, you know, moving to SEALs and having that opportunity. But mm-hmm. in engineering, my, I always remember this one project that I did and um, it was one of the first projects that I ever carried out with Emerson and they said, you know, we need you to go to this plant that's on the west coast of Ireland um, and the project will take a week. Uh, okay, and I was like, okay, um, who am I going with? And they're like, no, you're going to go and do it. You'll be fine. And I remember being like, oh my goodness. Um, you know, it was a lot of responsibility to to be that one point of contact for the customer and to carry out the project by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I went and I got the first day over me and I was like, I can, you know, I can do this. And and this is, this is actually fine. And first of all, to have your managers and your, you know, engineers around you support you and know, you know, they had the the faith in me that I could do it. Yeah. And then to come home again and get the feedback from the customer that, yeah, Chloe did a really good job and, you know, the project was perfect. And to come home then and, and have that feedback was, um, it just, it, it makes you think that like, you know, all the training and all the work you do up till then, it kind of consolidates it and makes you go, okay, I, I, I'm good at this, like, you know, well <laughs> we done, confidence you. boost. Thank you. Yeah, that's really, really good. Well done. Alex, how about you? Um, so I haven't really worked on any projects per se, but I definitely my most proud moment is uh, I basically work as um, a dedicated sales engineer for um, one particular account. And it's been a lot of work sorting out all of their internal codes to match all of ours, the pricing agreement. So there's been a lot of things going on. But mm-hmm. finally, to see that um, taking shape and becoming a much smoother process, um, especially so early in this new role um, that I got given this like almost account to manage, which was a bit yeah. like, uh, <laughs> to see it coming together so smoothly is so satisfying because I know when I see something coming from them, I can do it in. 15 minutes compared to the hour that it might have taken me um a couple of months ago so that's been really really satisfying to to get done well done thanks but obviously you know it's self-reflection on your hard work how mm. you've done it and how you've you've faced the challenge so again well done mm. to both of you Catherine, how about you um i'm going a bit different in that it's not with a customer um i was set a project at the beginning at the beginning of the first lockdown actually um, okay. trying to speed up our quoting process um, and get rid of some of the niggly like process parts of the process which just take time that aren't technical and we wanted to automate them so the idea yeah. was that we were going to put automatic discounts in for specific end users at agreed pricing um, and the project had been set up a year ago and it had kind of really not gone anywhere it had been neglected a bit so um, mm-hmm. My manager asked if I would look at it and actually I ended up like managing the Alex's year of grad so Alex helped on this project and we managed to get the UK's discounts all set up within less than a month um, and actually it was recognised on a European level from oh, the really? European directors yeah and they came to us and asked how we'd done it so quickly so that they could ask the other European countries to do it the same way um, so that was nice. And I always find that within Emerson, no matter how, like obviously there's managers and managers above me who were all overseeing the project as well, but all of the feedback from the European level always got filtered back down to say thank you to the oh, that's brilliant. doing the nitty gritty stuff at the bottom. Um, and you find that a lot with Emerson, but you get um, the congratulations is always fed back to you, which is- yeah. Nice. 
and then you feel appreciated don't they and then you well, feel exactly. like you know I did that and you know yeah. <laughs> that's really really good and again it, it's a nice kind of testimonial to Emerson as a business that you know you've got managers you've got leaders you know like that that appreciate you all and and, you know, I'm backing you all the way. Um, Carla, I'm going to hand back to you before I eat any more of your time. And sorry, Lee, I've also eaten into your time as well. Because um, I know, uh, Carla, you've got some more questions for Lee. But thank you very much, guys. It was really, really insightful. Yeah, thanks, Jess. Thanks, everybody. Some really lovely stories to hear, really good experiences. And um, Lee, I kind of just want to finish on that. You know, the grads have given some really, really good advice about going through the assessment centre process and the application process in general. Um, but, and we're here, you know, I had it at the beginning of the webinar, make sure you do your research, make sure you be yourself and everything else. And the, the, I mean, it's all brilliant advice, but it's quite generic. Um, so I'm just thinking from, from your point of view, specifically thinking about Emerson and your recruitment process, are there any examples of candidates, you know, including the three that we're with today, um, who really stood out for you and, and what made them different? You know, what did they do that was special? And I'm just thinking students who are going to go through a process, which you don't know what it is yet, in the future, it might just give them some ideas. So, you know, key points that you'd like to make. Yeah, I, I think the key points for, for, for Emerson, um, sort of when you get to the assessment day, you know, that's your opportunity to shine and stand out and, and you're competing with, I mean, we see... I think about 100 people over a four-day period. Yeah. Um, and, and we're looking for, what, four or three in Ireland. Um, you know, so you've got to take that as your opportunity to stand out. And, and, and there's a fine balance, I think, between being too um, upfront and, 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 um, uh, and taking a step back. You've got to find that fine balance between making yourself stand out above the others, but, but in the right way. And I think with the, the, uh, Alex, Catherine and, and, and Chloe, um, it's about sort of talking to the right people at the right times at that assessment centre, um, asking questions. And, and we've got a lot of people, and we have a lot of people there for that, you know, for that exact reason, to ask questions and to make yourself stand out. So when we have a debrief at the end, what we're looking for is, is the directors that are there on the day, the, the assessors that are there on the day, you know, they're saying, do you remember Chloe? She asked this really good question. She really stood out. And, and can you remember Catherine coming to us and talking to you about this particular thing? Uh, and, and Alex was really good because he asked me X, Y, and Z. And, and, and it, I think that's what we look for. We're looking for those ones who are a bit more outgoing in terms of um, asking those questions and not being afraid to ask those questions rather than perhaps the ones who would take that little bit of a backseat and, and hope that they'll, it will get them noticed or get them through. Yeah. Uh, and I, I suppose that's a bit generic. So apologies if, if that's, uh, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a generic overview of what we look for, but um and that's another reason why we don't do all the psychometric testing and all these different kind of tests because we really value the, the you know the, the the individual as who they are and what they can offer as opposed to a ninety eight penalty score mark on a psychometric test and whatever it may be. Uh, we, we're really looking for that individual to to stand out and shine to us on that on the day. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Lee. And just um, putting you on the spot here a little bit, but. The students who are you know in the audience now they've got a lot of options and um, to different employers that they can apply to you know we've got literally thousands of opportunities on grad cracker at the moment that uh, the graduates can graduates and obviously undergraduates can apply to and um, from your point of view why emerson you know what makes you different what makes you stand out and why should a student apply to you and your opportunities um, i think we've heard hopefully from the, the three graduates today you know what we can offer and what what emerson is and and Yes, we're a multinational um, 
worldwide organization with you know massive turnover but actually when you get into the uk organization it very feels like a a, a close-knit family kind of organization and the, the investment will you know put into our employees and development will put into the graduate program uh, is all there to develop that individual however they want to take their career so you know that investment that we'll put into into the, the graduate program um is probably our key our key highlight really um you know you'll get a buddy you'll get a mentor you get a dedicated resource on sales to help you through the program um, you get access to you know the, the key people within the business so um, Stuart Brown who's our VP is very active in the program we'll, we'll um, all three of the graduates in the call would have met and had conversations with him and um, it's just getting access to those kinds of people that will actually fast track your career with Emerson um, the training that we deliver as I think uh, Catherine mentioned the, the visits to the factories um, yeah. Chloe mentioned about the, um, the, the, the boot camp training that we have in Cluj um, it, it's all investment in our people to make them you know uh, to progress their career and fast track their career to where they want to be um, so that's the key thing for us. Um, yeah. But on the flip side, you know, it's not a work related. We, we do a lot of um, other stuff uh, outside of outside of the work. Um, so we do, you know, family barbecues and we do summer get togethers. And this year, unfortunately, um, hasn't been the same in that respect. Yeah. But, um, you know, we spend a lot of time making making our employees feel really welcome. Um, so, yeah, we, we're active on the STEM, we're active on WISTEM. Um, all these kind of good initiatives um, that you can get involved in, we're really hopefully you know make you enjoy your job and get up in the morning and you, you go to work with a smile on your face and not with that oh my alarm clock's going off again <laughs> so um, and that's what we try and do we just try and make it um that kind of environment um so hopefully that's a, that's the appeal that we can offer yeah i think you know just a second that from from an outsider looking in from this and i mean these are the smiley bunch just up. <laughs> you're always smiling away um, oh, really, yeah yeah, and when I, you know, when I retired as well, I was kind of going into the the whole Emerson world, and everybody everybody was there, and they they did make me feel so welcome, and and they are they are honestly genuinely a lovely bunch. Um, so make sure you're that person that Lee's calling to wish you congratulations, and obviously keep you know keep letting us know if if you are that person, we want to put your um, testimonial on Grad Cracker. So fingers crossed for you all. Um, and thank you everybody for joining us today. It's been a really, really brilliant webinar, really um, insightful with loads of information. And Chloe, good luck for your future, Alex, and you. you all too. And Lee, I'll probably speak to you next week, love. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so don't forget everybody, the webinar recording will be on the Emerson Hub as of tomorrow, and it will be broken up into all the different sections on the Career Centre next week as well. Emerson are um, closing their opportunities on the 31st of January, um, but don't leave it until the last minute. You know, there's lots of people applying, so make sure you get your applications in, reference the webinar, reference the Emerson Hub. You know, Lee and I spend a lot of time working on it and making it, you know, putting as much detail on there as we can. Um, and, you know, that the graduates have mentioned um, their, their favourite bits on there as well. Um, so, yeah, thanks, everybody. Um, next week, Jessica is taking a break. Jessica is now in the light. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, I have light. <laughs> is, is taking a break and I'll be joined with Sophie, my colleague we've met before, and we are joined by financial services company Morgan Stanley. So somebody completely different next week. So thank you, everybody. Take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.